0: My name is Isabel Clausen, the host of the Girl, God's Got You podcast. This podcast was created to remind women that Girl, God's got you, and he wants to help you live the life you were created to live. Have you ever struggled with believing in yourself, having fear about navigating your future, understanding your life purpose, or managing overwhelming stress? Well, if you've gone through any of these experiences, then this podcast is for you. And I want to encourage you that no matter what you go through, no matter what you think of yourself, no matter how much someone hurts you, no matter what level of self-confidence you have, no matter how much fear you have about the future, God is here for you no matter what. Girl, God's got you, and he always will. I hope you enjoy today's episode. so much for tuning in to another episode. I know it's been kind of a while since I last made a podcast episode, but I am super excited to be back on the grind of the podcast uh, shows. I have this really good idea that I wanted to talk about today, and it's all about finding joy in the simple things of life and living on mission, even when we have a lot of mundane tasks that we need to accomplish. Now, before I go into the three main ideas that I want to share, I first want to once again offer the encouragement that, girl, God's God you. First of all, if you don't really know what that bigger purpose is, I know it could be really difficult to throw figure out what we're doing in our lives, which I'm going to speak to that a little bit later in this episode. But also too, if you have that big purpose and you have that big vision, but you know that you have a lot of boring tasks that you have to accomplish before you reach that purpose. I just want to say that once again, girl, God's got you. He will strengthen you. He will help you find joy and satisfaction in the, you know, boring mundane tasks. Because while it is good to accomplish a lot of things, our true character and the true test of our motivation and our diligence is founded upon how we react in the mundane, more boring, tedious tasks in life. So what offers me a lot of motivation and inspiration is how am I going to be a good steward of the responsibilities God has given me? Even though I have these big dreams and goals and aspirations, how will I act? How will I respond with the uh, more everyday, boring tasks? Will I have a good attitude? Will I have joy? Or will I just suffer through them and hate the process? Our true character is really shown in the little daily actions that God gives us so god does got you he has a great plan for you whether you know it or not and he wants you to enjoy each day and live day by day And I know it's really easy to focus on the future and want to get to that next step. But honestly, we don't know how long our lives are. We don't know when we're going to die. We don't know when Jesus is going to come back to earth. So it is really important to find joy every day. And I like to say, you know, having that carrot, I think I talked about, you know, the carrot mentality in my productivity episode, but having goals each day, but also rewarding yourself. So maybe you want to reward yourself by hanging out with a loved one. Maybe you want to reward yourself by spending time with friends. Maybe you want to reward yourself by having a nice night where you're going to read your book. Or watch a movie, or make um, some good food. Whatever it is, work hard in the day, and set up plans for things to look forward to. Because it's way, way easier to have motivation and inspiration when you have something to look forward to, instead of that constant grind where you're never going to have a break, and you're never going to rest. I kind of like to relate it to um, a HIT workout, a high-intensity interval training workout. You work really hard for 30 seconds, and then you have a 30-second break. So just like that, in life, you work really hard in the daily, more boring, mundane tasks then you get to also have really fun memories to make with the people that matter most to you. So with that being said, I want to go into the three main ideas of this podcast. Uh, there could be considered tips. They could be considered life lessons. But I just really wanted to share three ways that I have really been able to find joy in the simple things in life. Now, just to give a background, for those of you that don't know, I am a senior at college. I'm getting a finance and economics major with an entrepreneurial studies minor. So with that comes a lot of reading, a lot of studying, a lot of fun networking events, and a lot of fun business events because, you know, the business college is where it's at. However, because I want to be a financial advisor, I have to take a lot of different tests. I have to do a lot of coaching to understand how to gain clients. It's a lot of more boring, mundane tasks, especially when it comes to studying for the tests. But I do have that higher goal of helping people save for retirement, relieve any financial stress, help them achieve the big goals of you know paying for education, um, being able to pay off debt, being able to just not have the stress of finance in their life so that they can pursue the bigger purpose that they were created to pursue. Sue. You know, that is my big goal of my future career, but to get there, I have to do a lot of you know boring daily tasks. However, as I'm you know understanding all the different things I have to do, what's giving me strength is first of all, this is the first point of this podcast, is believing that Jesus has a big plan for me. And when I am studying for my tests, you know studying for the SIE, which is you know the first um, certification I have to get as a potential financial advisor, as I'm studying for this test, it's uh, quite the grind, and it's it's really fascinating information, but but it is also sometimes kind of boring and dry. But I just need to believe that Jesus does have a plan for me. He does want me to succeed. He does want me to do my best. And this actually feeds my motivation. And the fact that Jesus knows that that there is something out there that he created me to do gives me motivation to do kind of the more boring things. And I also want to speak to the girl or, or the boy who also doesn't know what he's doing in his life or what she's doing in her life. Maybe you are totally Totally ready to take on all the boring, mundane tasks in order to achieve the bigger purpose. But you just don't know what your bigger purpose is. And sometimes that's scary. You have the willingness to work hard, you have the desire to have the dream, but you just don't know what that dream is yet. And I just want to let you know that God did create you with a purpose. He does know your entire life story. And whenever I'm kind of confused in what I need to do, I just say, You know, I may not know what the heck is going on, but I know that God knows. And the fact that someone out there knows really gives me comfort. And I also wanted to bounce off a couple ideas from some books I've been reading recently. Um, They are made for women, but if you're, you know, a guy listening to this, I think this could also apply to you. So if you just hear me ruffling some, you know, paper around the reason why is because I have about like 15 bookmarks in these books. I'm just trying to figure out what I want to share but the the first part of one of these books it's called You Are the Girl for the Job by a great woman named Jess Connolly. She's a good podcast. I would totally recommend. And her book simply talks to women who have fear about pursuing what God wants them to pursue. So even though I was just talking about that sometimes people want to pursue a plan, but they don't know what it is, I think also sometimes we're scared of the approaching plan. Maybe we know that God has a plan for us, but we are scared. So regardless of whether you're scared for God's plan or you're ready or you have it all mapped out, there's some encouragement from her book that I think will definitely help you. So... To start off with, here's an excerpt from it. She said, The answer to why me is this. God is who he says he is. The answer to how could you use me is this. He'll be the one doing the heavy lifting. I can unequivocally declare that you're the girl for the job without knowing you or your circumstances because I know God, because I know he's all-powerful, all-knowing, always loving. I know he wouldn't leave you behind or fail to give you what you need. Because he's the author and finisher of our faith and the writer of every human story, I know he's working it all out for us to experience as much of him as we can, for us to see his glory. Because he's good and because he's a restorer, I know that no harm that has come your way and no bad decision you've made has the power to define you. I know that you're the girl for the job because he's God and he placed you where you're at on purpose to bring him glory and change the world. The thing is, I don't want you to miss it. I don't want us to miss this. In his graciousness, he's given us the capacity to choose how we respond to him. And if we're not giving God our 100% yes, we may miss how he has ordained our particular role in the rescue. Now, this excerpt really spoke to me because it showed me that whether we know what's going on or not, whether we're excited for it or not, whether we're fearful or not, we have to give God our 100% yes. And we need to be ready to be part of that big rescue plan in life that God has created for everyone because we are his disciples, we are his apostles, we are his children, and he wants to use us to help rescue others from the bondage of sin and from the sadness that is found in this dark world. So the next section I want to share um, from this book, I don't want to be that person that just quotes books the whole time, but I love good books and I love hearing what very inspirational and motivational authors have to say with the ideas that God's given them. So the next section I want to share says, we have to take ourselves out of the running. We've got to give up on the pursuit of being the best or even doing it right. Because it's his power and his purpose that we're always meant to do the heavy lifting. We've got to leave behind this picture of our ideal selves that we hoped we'd eventually become. We've got to quit hiding who we are so we don't get hurt or hurt anyone else. And in the name of Jesus, we've got to quit telling God he's got the wrong girl. Because A, if we don't acknowledge that he knows better by this point in the game, we're being crazy. And B, eventually he may listen to us and use someone else. And then we'll be the ones missing out. So this part of the book, it inspired me to understand that we can't tell God that, oh no, you have the wrong person, you have the wrong idea, that's not the plan you have for me, or we also can't tell God, hey, You don't know what you're doing. I don't know what I'm doing. You say you have a plan for me, but you don't know what the heck's going on. We have to trust that God does know the plan, that we can find joy in the simple mundane things, even when we don't have motivation, because we know that God has a bigger plan for us. And so this book, I would totally recommend. There's so many more things I would share, but this specifically finding your purpose in life and understanding understanding that God has a plan for you, this book is great for that. The next book I want to share under this point is one that my dear friend Maddie recommended to me, and it's called No More Holding Back by Kat Armstrong. And My mom actually gave me this book, but I heard about it through my friend Maddie. And Maddie and I are going to be doing a podcast episode in the future describing all of the great things of this book, but I just wanted to share a couple points in it that really inspired me going along with with this idea of pursuing our passion, pursuing the higher purpose, and living for today even in the more boring tasks. So one part that Kat Armstrong wrote about was giving what you have. And it was kind of talking about understanding that God does have a plan for us and that he understands that um, there's a bigger goal. And one thing she said was, I realized that instead of choosing each day to present my entire life to God, I usually end up telling him, don't have a lot to offer. Based on Jesus's teaching of the widow's might that occurred immediately following the great commandment, I think he too responds to our negotiations with try me. And so when she was talking about the widow's might, it was about when the widow gave all she had, even though she didn't have a lot. And this lady, Miss Armstrong, she related it to the fact that we do actually have a lot and we can give all we have, but sometimes we're fearful of it. And when she said that, I think that Jesus responds to our negotiations with try me that just gave me goosebumps because there's so many things you say oh god like I, I can't do that or i'm not talented enough or you have that plan for me there's no way and there's times in my life where i think okay god like this isn't gonna happen i you know i want these big things to happen i, I want these goals but it's just it can't and then jesus just responds with okay try me and he totally delivers and he meets our expectations beyond anything we could ever imagine and i think that is so beautiful and it's amazing how jesus works in us And at the end of this chapter, Kat stated, We may not have a lot to offer, but we can give him everything we've got. To the brokenhearted, troubled, confused, and frail, Jesus says, Try me. With him, you have more than enough. So under this point of believing that Jesus definitely has a big plan for you, understand that even if you are not enough, Jesus is. That's why he came to the world, because we weren't enough to even save ourselves from, you know, dying and not going to heaven like we we were not enough in that sense but in the sense of purpose we're not enough to do it on our own we were not created to be enough But with jesus we can be enough and that's why he says okay try me like you say you know there's no big plan you say that you can't do this you have fear you say that you can't do the mundane tasks okay try me like depend on me for strength and see what i could do in your life and i think it's awesome when when great things happen you're thinking oh jesus was right (laughs) So the second main point of this podcast is find your fundamental pillars, and this has been a topic that I've been really kind of thinking about a lot recently, and the thing about life is that everything changes. You have different stages in life, you have uh, different occurrences that goes on, Um, and a random side note, I have my window open in my apartment, so if you hear random skateboarders skateboarding by, that's why there's weird sounds. I apologize if there's weird background sounds, but I just wanted to let you know that there may be skateboarders outside for some reason at 11.45 at night, but hey. It's a Saturday night on a college campus so what do you expect um, but yeah but going back to the pillars your life will always change there will always be crazy seasons but the reason you need to have core fundamentals in life is that they center you and they give you something to hold on to when life changes. So the way that this could be applied to like a life plan or finding joy in the simple things of life is finding joy in those pillars. Coming back to those core fundamentals that make you who you are. Because when you're doing the everyday tedious tasks that may not be fun, what's going to motivate you is those fundamental pillars. And when I think of pillars, I think either goals in life or things that you stand by and stand up for no matter what. Now, before I go into some examples of this, I want to share a section from Matthew chapter 7. It's verses 24 through 25, and it kind of talks about is your house built on rocks or is it built or a rock or is it built on sand? So it starts off saying, Everyone then who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on a rock. And the rain fell, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat on the house. But it did not fall, because it had been founded on the rock. So in this section, it kind of talks about that Jesus is the rock. And I definitely agree, he is the rock of life. He is the rock of everything. But when we're also looking at our big goals in life and what makes us who we are, we have the fundamentals that are also the rock as well, something we can hold on to when life comes our way. Some examples of what your fundamentals could be is how much you prioritize family, how much you prioritize your current family now, and how much you want to prioritize your future family. Uh, For me, family is, is so important because it's the... You know, the eternal relationship in a temporary world. Uh, family is what's going to last the test of time. It's the memories you make with the loved ones you care about most. And so, a good pillar to, I think, personally, everyone should hold on to is family. I know sometimes people don't have the best biological family, but family can be found in friendships, it can be found in church congregations, in your work with your co-workers, it could be found in a future spouse. I mean, family really is found in different areas and really in the relationships that God puts in our life. And so if you make that as a priority, something you could hold on to, those really solid relationships that of people that will be there for you no matter what, that could help you get through the hard times. And the, another core fundamental that'll help you also handle not knowing what your plan is or having to do all the boring tasks that go along with your plan is the core principle of living on mission and trying to love others every day because Jesus loved you. I think forgiveness also plays a role in this. If, if you wake up every morning wanting to either spread an act of kindness, uh, show care and light to someone in the day, or forgive someone who may wrong you, if you wake up with that mentality every single day, you will have so much more joy and contentment. Because the days that I, I know that I wake up kind of sour or, or not even focusing on others, those are the days that are kind of hard when I'm just self-centered and focusing on myself. But the days that I wake up in the morning thinking, okay, my life isn't just about me. It's actually about the impact I bring to the world. My day goes so much better. And life can be stressful. Classes can be hard. I don't know. I know real, you know, real life is way harder than college life, but college life is pretty stressful. So the days that I know I have a lot going on, I try to make it a mental note to just spread kindness and love because that'll be a good foundation for me, even when my day may be a little bit stressful. Another core foundation is the desire to be diligent and pursue excellence. Uh, It could be really easy just to procrastinate and kind of do subpar things, but when we challenge ourselves and do the daily disciplines of life, it could actually bring a lot of contentment, whether it's making sure to go to bed on time and having that discipline or the discipline to wake up every morning and do some sort of exercise, the discipline to meal prep, the discipline to clean, the discipline to reach out to friends and be kind and loving, the discipline to, you know, call your parents and make sure that they know, you know, You care about them. The the discipline to make time for God in the mornings, pray, read the Bible. The discipline to challenge yourself by reading new books, educating yourself on new articles. There's so many things that are, maybe can be considered boring and mundane, but if we do them for the purpose of reaching excellence and self-disciplining ourselves, we will have so much more satisfaction in life. The days that I just do what I want to do just simply because I want to do them, they're good, they're fine. I've had a good day, but the days that I do the things I want to do and do the things that maybe I don't want to do, but I know I should do, I feel really good afterwards. Kind of, you the basic idea of working out. We don't always want to work out. More often than not, I wake up in the morning thinking, wow, I really don't want to work out. But I do work out anyway because I know it's good for me. And when I'm done working out, I have these great endorphins, these great um, hormones because I'm I'm so happy. I've, I just moved around. My body is releasing all of these great vibes because I just put myself through a hard workout and I did it and I'm proud of myself. And so just like that same mentality, when we do things in our life that are hard and they take a lot of discipline, Once you've accomplished them, we are proud of ourselves and then that'll give us the motivation to actually pursue the plan God has for us. So I challenge you, when you're doing your mundane tasks at work, maybe you're studying for a certification, maybe you're working at a job that you're, it's not your favorite, but you know you need to work up you know, the corporate ladder to get to that job you want. Or maybe you're in college right now and you have two years left and you just want to start making money. You want to start doing what God has planned for you, but you know you have to finish school. Whatever the mundane task is, consider it a way to have self-discipline, to pursue diligence and excellence. And once you've completed a goal, be proud of yourself. Be happy. Thank God for the strength that he gave you and the focus he gave you. And use this joy and contentment you have from completing this task to give you motivation to keep completing the other tasks because honestly some of the be- the best things in life is not necessarily the destination okay it's not necessarily getting to that point it's what you did to lead To that point, it's the journey. So the journey of all the little things you have to do to achieve that purpose God has for you, that contentment, and those memories you've made, and those character traits you've created, are actually formed on the journey. So don't discredit the journey. Don't just try to rush through life. Understand that every day is a new day to improve. It's a day to have self improvement. It's a day to educate yourself. It's a day to love others better and to share kindness. It's a day to converse with other people and share different opinions and learn something new. It's a to be grateful for a whole other day God has given you on this beautiful earth. So I just really want to share that these fundamental pillars, um, whatever it is, can really give you strength and motivation. So those are just three of the fundamental pillars for me, Um, you know, family, showing love to others, and having self-discipline. There are so many more, but if you do have these pillars in your life, they will offer a great foundation for you. When there's a struggle, when there's happiness, when there's sadness, whenever there's a change, you could hold onto these pillars, hold onto what makes you who you are, and your life will be built definitely on a strong, firm rock. And so the third thing that I want to share in this podcast episode, and I do apologize if I'm talking fast. I have had way too much coffee today. I took this three-hour nap, and then I had coffee, like three cups of coffee. Don't know why. And it's um almost 12 a.m., so that's great. But that's why I'm talking fast, if you're wondering. But I naturally talk fast. Then when I have coffee, it's, you know, accelerated. So if you need a- If you need to listen to this podcast on that, you know, on Apple Podcasts, you can listen to it as twice as fast or twice as slow. If you need to listen to it on, you know, twice as slow or one and a half as slow speed, I understand. But the third thing we're going to be talking about today and the final thing in this podcast and it's the third thing is kind of this phrase and a very wonderful person shared this phrase with me and I thought, okay, we're going to pop it in the podcast because it's good stuff and it's this, the most rewarding achievements are the incremental wins that collect over time. So for all of you out there, you're you're trying to find the joy in the simple things. You're not really sure how to do it. You know, God's saying, watch me, see what I could do. And you're thinking, okay, you know, I know he has a plan. I don't know what it is. I'm trying to work hard in the boring things. I'm trying to find joy. I'm trying to find my pillars. Oh my goodness. Just understand that the most rewarding achievements when you look throughout your life are all those incremental wins. And so along our path of life, you know, my purpose, for example, it's going to be to be a financial advisor like I know that's my purpose in life and then I look back okay what are the incremental wins my whole life that has led me to that maybe it's um me being able to make friends and learn how to communicate and speech and debate maybe it's all the great memories I've made at college all of the tests I've taken and the hard classes I've taken where I've learned so much and maybe it's that good grade on a test I got or maybe it's that bad grade on an essay I got and then I learned from it maybe um I run a club on campus and I have just had so many great memories and and just a lot of skills I've gained from planning things. I mean there's so many incremental wins in your life that collect over time before you even accomplished your entire purpose. I won't be licensed as a financial advisor probably till um, you know August or September so that win hopefully will come soon if, if I pass my tests. You never know but you could look back your whole life and realize that all these different little achievements you've had they are very rewarding because you've worked for them. So no matter how or how small your achievements are, all those incremental wins over time are really going to offer you great memories in life. And I don't share all these things to like brag or anything, but I mean, there have been a lot of incremental wins and a lot of incremental losses because no one's perfect, but everyone has their own wins in life. Everyone has their own accomplishments. So instead of just focusing on that big thing you want, look back on your life and understand that you have worked hard for at least one thing in your life. I and mean, maybe some people, you know, procrastinate, they don't work that hard, but at least, you know, one everyone has at least that one thing they really have worked hard for and they've achieved. Be proud of yourself and let that motivate you to go after the big things. And also, too, achievements may not even be something you've accomplished. Achievements may be achievements for God. Maybe God has really worked in your life and he's won in your life in different ways. Maybe he has changed your perception on something. And to God, it's a big win. And to you, it's just this great blessing you have. Like, think about the achievements that God has had in your life and be thankful for them. Be thankful for all the ways he's shown up. All the ways that he's helped you through the hard times, the good times. When I think about what God's done in my life, it brings me so much joy. And it really does collect over time. All the promises he's shown me, all of the love and the pursuit he's given me, the fact that the God of the universe cares so much about my life. I mean, that is one of the biggest wins ever. So I challenge you to look at your own achievements as well as what God has done in your life. And that really will um, show that over time, your life is such a blessing. You have so many things going for you. And even if you're not really sure where you're going in life right now, even if you don't really know the plan, you can find joy in the simple things by first of all believing that Jesus does have that plan for you, by understanding that he is saying, you know, watch me. Watch what I could do with your life. It's also, you could find joy by understanding your fundamental pillars and holding on to them when life is either really good or really bad and really building your life on the solid rock of what makes you who you are. And you could also find joy in the simple things when you celebrate all those little incremental wins throughout your life. So girl or boy, you know, if you're struggling, God's got you. There is, I know I have made a couple podcast episodes about, you know, the plan for your life and knowing what the next step is, but I think one of the biggest things that we forget about is sometimes we're indecisive about the things that God wants for us, and maybe we don't want to step out of our comfort zone, or maybe we know that there are big paths that God has for us, and we know we need to get on that path. We just don't know what it is, but let me tell you, when you ask God for strength, and you make the decision you really think he needs to make, one of two things could happen. First, you didn't make the right decision, but God will direct you back to the right decision. Or maybe you did make the decision he wanted for you. You did get on the path that he had laid for you. And you know what? Your life is going to change for the better. You're going to have so much more fulfillment and happiness and joy deep down in your soul. And I just want to let you know that stepping out of your comfort zone and doing what you think God wants for you will give you so much more confidence in life, whether it's a big decision or a small decision. But that confidence will help give you motivation and will leverage your skills and talents to actually pursue the plan God has for you. So take every opportunity opportunity. If God is saying step out of your comfort zone, do it and you will not be sorry and use that as motivation to continue to live the life that God created you to live. God's got your back. He will strengthen you. He has that plan for you. It's just our job to listen to him and try to figure out what the heck that plan is. But yes, I hope you all have such a great uh, day, night, whenever you're listening to this. I'm gonna brush my teeth and uh, head to bed here pretty quick. Gonna read some some of my new book which is all great yes so also too um there's a couple things follow me on instagram it's girl god's got you the podcast instagram um it's i i'm trying to get more followers on there just not even just to get more followers you know for more you know traction but really just to reach more people because um if this episode helps at least one person out there i would love for them just to gain more knowledge of god and grow closer to him and if you have any uh, requests please either dm me on instagram or you could send me an email at girl you at gmail.com you could do that i'm gonna list all the books that i referenced in the uh, show notes below and also list some of the podcasts i mentioned because they are all very good But yes, I am praying for all of you that God's working in your life and that you understand that his plan for you is great and that, you know, the plan that God has for you, it's going to create a great life. And I'm just so excited to see where God takes you. So have a great day and I'll talk to you in the next episode. Bye.